begin episode three of Dads on the Fly, we would like to, first of all, take a minute to thank all of you who have listened to our first two episodes. Um, I've just been overwhelmed by the response and the positive comments, and we want to remind you, if you get a second to um, and you enjoy what you listen to, to rate us on wherever you are listening to your podcast, and it would be really awesome if you had time to uh, give us a review. Yeah, new podcasts all get their uh, start, and a lot of people get to know about them based off of ratings and reviews. So if you get a second, please drop us a review. We are already overwhelmed by all the awesome reviews that have been left, and can't wait to see where this thing just continues to go as we are figuring this whole podcast thing out on the fly. So thanks for checking this out, and let's dive into episode three. everyone and welcome to episode three of the dads on the fly podcast i am caleb simmons alongside my brother tonight joshua simmons how you doing joshua i am doing great man how are you i am surviving i am here we are uh for those of you that don't know we record this podcast in my house uh, a lot of times on evenings either like thursday night sunday night tonight we're on a monday night this would be the earliest we have this is the earliest. It's about 8.30, and this is the earliest we have ever to record a podcast. So uh, that's that's interesting. Shows people we're probably a little bit more night owls than most. Yeah, I probably won't be as good because my better hours are later. But I, I'm in a good mood tonight, so I'm ready to go. Well, that's good. But uh, yeah, like an hour ago, we were getting the kids ready for bed and like trying to get them ready to bed because I knew we were going to try to host this thing or record this thing tonight. And as we're getting kids in the bed, James just, my youngest son, James, he's two, and he just decides to play around with his brother and falls and next thing you know busts his nose open and uh, we have to deal with that for like 30 minutes so yeah good times was there a lot of blood uh it, yeah a significant amount but you know not enough to where we mouth, felt like we had to go to the yard ER. mouth injuries anything around the mouth or nose seem to just bleed more yeah um you know corbin fell out of the bed like a month ago while she was sleeping and busted like we don't even like it was lip and everything and it was just like it's like one where everybody was asleep and we walk in there and it looks like she'd been like six rounds with tyson or something i mean it was, <laughs> it was nuts there's something about those second kids man and they it, just, it was uh, crazy but uh yeah um so yeah you've been dealing with that uh dealing with that but it's all good because uh we're planning a fly trip for next monday we're gonna go fishing we're gonna uh, go do some fishing i may I'm get to go fishing that. twice in the next couple of in the next week, maybe because school That's starts. Rare for us. Yeah, that is very, very rare for me, especially and very rare for you. Um, so school starts soon, and I'll be back at work, and we're gonna try to get a couple days fishing in. And um, in thinking about talking about fishing, we thought that um, I don't know. We thought we would title this episode. Uh, like, well, I don't know what we're gonna title it yet. But yeah, we're gonna we're talk gonna, about we're talk like, about planning trips. Yeah, getting ready for our trips. What do we do to do Plan, that? Planning trips, and in doing so, I thought it would be kind of fun to also talk about. You know how we plan, uh, how we plan vacations, and how we plan trips as dads versus how you planned a trip before you were a dad. That that could be really exciting to talk about. So, um, well, I, I guess the first thing we should say is, and now that we kind of have a better idea of who's listening to us, because a lot of you have reached out to us. Um, those of you who are out there, there are some of you who are trip planners. And there are some of you who are not probably. 
And my family and wife would say, "You are the planner." Like, I am the one hundred percent. You're planning the next vacation before we even finish the one that we're on. I plan trips that never get taken. Most of the time, yeah. Like a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, we've planned overnight backpacking trips in the park now for like three years, and we still yet to do it. I and mean, there's really no reason we haven't, but we just haven't gotten. We haven't made time. Yeah. I've also planned. Like I know where I want to stay in Montana. I know where I want to stay in the <laughs> Patagonia and Chile. And I mean, I even know which lodge I want to go to. Um, whenever I hit the lottery, yeah, I mean, it's I've I, I'm always prepared for. You never know, right? When trip might happen. There you go. Yeah. So so let's talk about what we do. Yeah, because I think I think a lot of people listen to this like us. They're novice fishermen, and uh, let's just you know, like like we say, we're we're not experts. We don't know if this is the best way to do this, but let's let little insight into how do we like plan our. How do we plan our trips? How, How do we, we plan, plan our, our fishing, fishing trips? trips? Okay. Yeah. So I think the first thing we we have to figure out is how long do we have to fish? That is number one. Yes. Yeah. So if we have a day, like, and when I say a day, I'm talking about do we have to be back before dark or do we need to be back like two or three in the afternoon or, you know, that's the first Yeah, it caveat. all depends on children and babysitters and that's spouses. What, that and, is always usually yeah. what matters. Yeah. It's do you have to get back to other dad responsibilities or yeah. husband responsibilities yeah. or life responsibilities? So pretty much once we figure out a lot of time, that allows us to then choose where we're going, where we're going, our yeah. location. Because if we know that we have a longer amount of time, we will, we might venture a little further. We might, or yep. once we get to the river or stream we've chosen, we may hike in farther than we would have if we didn't have as much time. Yeah, that's and that's our ideal. You know, we we our kind of ideal thing is to go find a river and then get as far away from people as we can. That's the plan. Yeah, for us. Um, but we were not always like that when we started. So I mean, I oh, think yeah. for you know, if you're you're getting into it or if you're like you're a new fly fisherman, but yeah. But um, we talked we've talked in the past where we like to fish. Um, but you know, we we kind of plan. I, I mean, me being me, I'll start checking weather if I know I'm fishing. Yeah. You know, all over. You'll if check I know I'm from, fishing Friday from, and Monday, I'll check. In a two-hour radius of where we live, you'll find where the weather's best. And and it's so funny because <laughs> if I'm honest, this is why I, I mean, I obviously love fishing with you, and so that's why I invite you to fish. But I also like just let you choose because it's just easier. <laughs> well, usually, me, usually it can, it can be, we can go an hour one direction and an hour another direction and get totally different weather. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you check to make sure it's the best for you. The other thing is the company. Yeah. You know, like, is it just me and you? Yep. Or are we taking novice? More novice than us. Yes. <laughs> Beginners. Yes. And if that's the case, we would, you know, pick a different stream maybe. Yeah. Like, there are streams that are going to be a lot more challenging. Whether we're wait, the waiting can be a lot more challenging. Yeah. And the fishing can be a lot more challenging. Mm-hmm. So if we're taking someone not as experienced fly fisherman as we are, yep. we, we keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's what I would tell you. And we love to take people fishing. As much as we love to fish just with ourselves, we we get a lot of joy out of taking people fishing. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and so we do that with that in mind of who we're taking. Um, so we try to leave early. Yeah, if we can. We, we we like to leave early, especially yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the earlier the better in the summer, uh, I think, just because it does get hot and, uh, you know, you're trying to take care of the fish and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, what else do we do for day trips? Like, you know, you know, we always try to plan like, so I'm the one that's always thinking about like, what we're going to do food wise. We're going to, yes, Caleb wants to gonna, make sure we're going to eat. So <laughs> we have gotta, sandwiches or something. We're gonna load up sandwiches. You know, we're going to pick up some subs on the way. We're going to take some, in the back, yeah. take a cooler, some drinks. Cooler. Yeah, for do. sure. That is, that is always important. I, I guess that's where I come into the planning. Yeah. We make sure we have, <laughs> you figure out where we're going. I figure we, out and then, and then we pick a vehicle, which, you know, for you, we, we typically take your truck lately. Yeah. Um, which works good because we can throw all of our stuff in the back and we don't have to worry about it, you know, getting all over everything. And then you got yeah. gear and, and so on. But, you know, packing for a fly fishing trip, whether it's a day or overnight, so much easier than packing for a family vacation. <laughs> now, why? We, we have both. <laughs> Like, I don't know how many of you are out there listening who are fathers, but if you did not grow up watching your father play Tetris in the back of whatever vehicle you had. You missed out. I mean, are you really a dad if you don't do that? I don't know. I I mean, my wife. That's a challenge for me. I I make sure when we go on a family vacation, I know we were going to try to kind of go back and forth between family vacation and and fly fishing trips, but I, I want every bag visible to me the night before so you yeah and you're planning it out in your head in my brain (laughs) i start to look at the back of my car and figure out how and then when you do man it feels so good oh dude it it. is an accomplishment especially now like cars when you hit that little button and it goes and it and it shuts so it's like out coming back up (laughs) that is like the best feeling we just got back from the beach like a week ago and it was just that was an awesome feeling when that happened i got everything in everybody's bag plenty of room you know we pre-bought boogie boards which i would advise because they're cheaper in the mountains than they are on the coast yeah um you know we took sand toys and all that stuff so we didn't have to buy anything down there it was awesome and we fit it all in and we got it all back that's awesome yeah and we used fly fishing shout out yeah we you made a discovery while you're on your beach trip like this for those of you who don't know we both have a sims taco bag which is it's kind of like a duffel bag that folds holds out, waders flat. and boots. Yeah, it's, it's mainly for waders yeah, and boots. Exactly, but it really works good for sand toys. Yeah, on you the beach. That. Yes, <laughs> it's um, great. It's kind of got some my... mesh. You can shake yes. the sand out, spray it out yes. real easy. Made and and that. speaking of sand, and you went to the beach uh, like a month before we did. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can't remember. You know, one question I was going to ask you: Do you ever get all the sand off? No, no. We we stay in a condo and like. You know, you sweep it up at the end of the. But like, how many showers when you get back home before (laughs) you don't? don't, Probably too many. Yeah, I mean, like Corbin has so much hair, and it was. I was gonna say you you probably get out. Well, I mean, you know, James, our youngest, he's got that curly hair, man, and we were getting sand out of it for like days after we got back home. Yeah, I mean, fortune. And here's the other thing I would tell: this is my advice to all dads, parents, when you're planning beach vacations. I have now decided we're just going to spend the extra money to stay within walking distance of the beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a must for us. Because we're not getting back in a vehicle oh, after no. we've on the beach. Yeah. And outdoor showers are, like, the best thing ever. Yeah. My kids took more showers in four days at the beach than they have all summer. <laughs> that's great. That's true for us, too. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> when saying. At the beach, we, yeah, we It was like shower six showers a day yeah. just because there's so much sand. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so what else? Let, let's let's move it back to fishing a little bit. You know what else? Um, 
So, you know, we talked about planning like day trips. What, what do you kind of, cause you are the planner. So I'm going to kind of, you know, go to you a lot on this when we were planning. Cause we've been on a few overnight trips. We have, um, nothing too crazy far away or anything. Uh, unfortunately we're still, yeah, we're still wanting to make it west of the Mississippi to go fly fishing and, now I, I introduced you to a book that's full of a bunch of Yeah, I want to give a shout out on. to that book. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we could send uh, da- David Coggins, right? Yeah. David Coggins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a cool author, way cooler than we are. Oh, yeah. But we'll send him our podcast anyway and tell him we gave him a shout out give for his book. Give him a shout book. out his book. But yeah, he's got a book called The Case for the Fly Fishing Life. And yeah, literally. Just I read stories. the, pro- what is it, the prologue? What's the first part of the book? Yeah. For prologue. a reader. That's right. I'm, I'm not much of a reader. Yeah, prologue. Epilogue's um, at the end. I th- oh, wait, no. I don't know. Well, we sound the, really stupid. The first right now. part. Anyway, the introduction. This is a fly fishing podcast, not a book podcast. Yeah. But anyway, the intro to the book. I finished the intro and I looked at my wife and I said, "I think I have a new bucket list." And I haven't even started the book. <laughs> she said, "What are you talking about?" I said, "I think I now want to catch a fish in all fifty states." That's pretty cool. That would be pretty solid. And I only read like the intro, and that doesn't even have to be a trout, like anything, like somewhere. No, I want to catch a fish yeah, in all fish. fifty states. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, cool book. It's really awesome about kind of trips and stuff. And so when, I mean, I've done pretty well when we planned our oh, trips. Listen, you're, you're, it, I don't know how many of you dads or any families listen to this. Like you, if you've been to Disney World or not, and like you have those people that you want to plan your Disney World vacation because it just makes it so much easier. My sister-in-law planned our Disney World vacation trip that we took few years back with Sally's family and we needed that because if we didn't have that person that was like planning everything we would have missed so much and not gotten to do what we wanted to do you're the same way when it comes to fishing trips like you figure it out because it's just you know what I mean I'm pretty easy to like go with the flow you know other people that we've gone fishing with I feel her that way too and you are just good at like figuring out what do we need to do I think the worst or maybe the worst or best example may have been when we went to Virginia and I had the binder with all the regulations, all the hot spots on the river. Yeah, you did. The access, I mean, I had like a binder with the maps. I was like, I had printed out everything. Yeah. It was laminated. I mean, we were ready. Which is funny because you're not like a super type A person. But when it came to this, and it's like... No, I'm, I'm not stuff. all that organized, yeah. but that we were ready for you that ready trip. For that, we yeah. knew exactly where to go. Oh, yeah. Um, and But when I start... I don't know. I mean, we're in, we use the internet. That's what we do. And yeah. we Google search. Google could be a friend. I Google rivers or you find fly shops that offer private water. Yeah. Um, or you find, I don't know. I mean, how did you find, so, so we went on a trip. When was it? 20, the Virginia trip. No, it's like 17. I don't know. 16. It's on my, I'd have to go back and look at pictures. We'll share the, uh, we'll share the YouTube video from that trip on our Instagram page and maybe we can put it somehow in the yeah, show we, notes we did a podcast. Yeah. And now you'll know why we do podcasts and not videos, but anyway, well, um, <laughs> but the video tells a really cool story, it does, even though but, it's not an awesome video. Cause well, uh, I mean, you know, technology, we were limited at that time too. Well, I'm just not very good at editing videos. <laughs> That's why we're doing a podcast talking about fly fishing. <laughs> yeah. But, but that trip, how did I find it? Yeah. I was going to say like, so we went to, we went to the cow pasture river in what's the name of that County Albert bath. Was it Bath County, Virginia? Bath okay, County, Bath County, Virginia. Virginia. So, like northwest corner of Virginia, or north. I'm horrible at directions. I mean, it's west. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the middle of nowhere. It's on middle a sheep, of nowhere, it's a sheep Virginia. Farm. Yeah, a sheep farm in the middle of Virginia. Like when we get, when we're driving to this place, I'm like, where in the heck are we going? We pull into the sheep farm and we find this lodge, and it was the just 
It's just an old cabin. It was an old cabin. Me, you, and our dad went. That's all it was. And, and it was probably, it's probably still my favorite fly fishing, fly fishing trip that I've ever been on. And what's interesting about that is it was by not even close to the best fishing experience for no. me. Yeah. Oh no, we didn't end up. I mean, well, you I had ended up having a you had a week. really good two Maybe days. That's why it's my favorite. <laughs> but I didn't. That, yeah. In fact, we could do a whole episode on the frustration of that trip, um, of me stripping a streamer thirty minutes in the same hole and Caleb stripping at one time and catching like big <laughs> trap. I mean, yeah, that's a whole other. But anyway, but how do you? Like, how did you find it? Okay, so we. I just, you know, you go back to what we we're talking about parameters. How long do we have? We don't want to be in the car all day. Yeah. Um, you know, how far are we willing to travel? And what fish do you want to target? Um, and I think, you know, if you're... And I just want to keep bringing this up because we have a lot of people who've reached out to us. They're not fly fishermen. They're listening yeah. to our podcast. And so you know, if you're planning a vacation, it's the same thing. If you only got a weekend, yeah, it's probably not a good idea to drive to Destin. Yeah. Or, you know, from a, for us, that's yeah. 10 hour. I mean, yeah. you know, plan a weekend that you can spend the most time with the people you're going with. Yeah. Um, and so we found this river um it was it was limited rods so they only allowed i think five rods on this stretch of river uh it was stockfish which is what you see a lot in our in our area well even in private water yeah for sure and i don't know i I think i found a video or something somewhere and then uh, i don't know and then then i found the cabin that went with it and the cabin to me was Really, oh, the awesome was part. The ice I mean, it's just, yeah, I was just sitting right there. I mean, that trip. I mean, we, <laughs> we should tell a little bit about that trip, like what that entailed for us, because it was you and me and Dad. The river that we were staying on was literally two hundred yards away from the cabin. Maybe yeah, I mean, longer, you could see it on a sheep farm in the middle of Virginia. That that was still was like one of the craziest things for me. Like you'd be driving through the sheep and everything, and walking through the, the sheep. Yeah, walking through the sheep, the sheep to get to get to the creek. Uh, um, the river was beautiful. Oh yeah, the river's gorgeous. It was big. It was wide open. It's and that was how for, they advertised it. Yeah, there was a, um, you know, we, we can put a link or whoever to the uh, it's the Cowpasture River. No, the fly shop that does it. I can find okay. a fly shop. Um, yeah. that still still does the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still fish that stretch of river. Um, this is I can remember the rock cliffs on one side. It, they they advertise it as like a western feel river in the south. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we fished for two days on that river. It was beautiful. Had a great time. Yeah. We would fish early in the morning, and then Dad would kind of yeah. Dad would so Dad would get a little know, tired, get a little tired. You'd go cook dinner, and we would fish till dark. Yep, and, and we'd, we'd come eat back till dark. and we'd yeah. eat steak one night, wings one night, burgers one night. <laughs> and we <laughs> we got some really great memories from that trip. We really do. From and none of them really have anything to do with a fish. Yeah, and which is I think is very important. Yeah, I think that's it. Like, uh, that's true. You know, as I think about the trips that we've taken, yes, I remember the fish, but I don't remember the fish as much as I remember, like, the moments with the people. And you can tie that into being a dad. Oh, you 100%. You don't, I mean, I've not been to Disney. I'm not taking my kids to Disney. Yeah. We, we've been to Dollywood a lot. We, you know, do other beach trips. All. You don't remember the place you stay or necessarily the, we, we like to eat and we, we do typically remember our favorite restaurant. That's yeah. something we talk about with the whole family, the kids and Laura, but you remember those, the moments, mm-hmm. I mean, or the people you're with. Yeah. I mean, you don't remember, I don't remember the fish. Yeah. I've mean, got some pictures of them. 
but there's not like a fish that stands out from that week at all or that weekend. Not really to me. It was just more of the, the moment. I mean, I remember the story of you throwing a streamer for 30 minutes and me coming right behind yeah, you. Yeah, there's some stuff fish, like but, that. But and I don't really remember I mean, the fish. I there's there's all kinds of <laughs> things we remember. It was just, you know, it was nice. It was us, nobody out there, just yeah. us. It was, it was cool. Beautiful area. And, uh, and that's what I would say. We talk about our family trips. That's why we've fallen in love with um, both of our families go with our parents to um, Banner Elk now every year. Yeah. And we've fallen in love with it because it's... There's not really a lot to do. We don't do anything. We don't go out to eat. Yeah. We don't go to amusement parks. Yeah. We don't do anything. Yeah. But play games, mm-hmm. cards, yep. sit around. Go hiking. Go hiking. Uh, we fish one day. We did go fishing. We go fish one day every yep. year. Um, watch the sunset every night. Yep. Drive the kids around, let them count Looks deer. Like deer, yeah. And they play. Yeah. And that, I think, is what we wanted to make sure we got across in this episode of the podcast. Yeah, I think sometimes, like, when we plan trips, like, you know, fishing trips, what, we have to ask ourselves, okay, what is the like, what is the goal of this? Like, especially, like, I think about vacation and, like, trips away with your family. Is your goal to be rested and spend time with your family, or is your goal to do a bunch of crap that doesn't really matter? And my wife would say that sometimes I probably want to do too much crap <laughs> uh, yeah. during a trip. Yeah. Usually when it's me and her, when we used to do trips before kids, I yeah. feel like we did more crap. Now it's like, we, we do kind of try to slow down yeah. a little bit. Um, but when it comes back to fishing trips, even if you're just going for four hours, mm-hmm. I have to do a better job of not worrying so much about the fish. Yeah. No, I agree with you completely. The One of the best fishing trips I ever had was a solo trip couple of fall, fall during COVID. And I think I've even talked about it already a couple times on this podcast is I caught a couple of fish, but the fish meant nothing compared to the just experience that day of just being out there enjoying, um, you know, the blessing of what God given us and, and where we live. And, and, and I think that's one of the things sometimes if we're not careful when it comes to fishing, when it comes to family trips and anything is we don't slow down enough to just enjoy the moment of where we're at. We're just too excited about what the next thing might be. Yeah. I can remember we and Laura and I went on a, uh, and oh, I don't think it was an anniversary trip. We were just, just the two of us, mm-hmm. um, for a weekend up to, to Boone. We stayed at bed and breakfast. I took my fly rod cause it was like literally 500 yards from a river. Yeah. And the morning before we left, I got up at, like sunrise and I'll never forget that fish. And I was literally there for 45 minutes. Yeah. But because I got in on a Sunday morning, it was just me. Nobody, it's a very popular, like delayed harvest stream, but nobody was there. Yeah. I got in the water and three deer jumped in front of me, crossed the water with like that, it's not fog. I don't know what it is. Maybe like rising on the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of fog coming off the river. Yeah. I casted a girdle bug and one of the biggest brown trout I've ever caught. I'll never forget that fish. Yeah. But not because it was just like some great fish. It was like the whole moment. Yeah. And I think that's when we're talking about trips. The, fi- the fish, the, I mean, I keep coming back to Disney World. I've not been there, but I don't think you remember like, oh, you have to make it great to do. We live in a place you can take your family five places. minutes down the road and, and make memories there you go yeah. and 
it'll be something you'll talk about forever. Yeah. I mean, think about us when we're growing up. Yeah. Oh, gosh. We didn't. We camped. <laughs> I mean, we talk about this trip now. You were probably, what, like 12 or 13? Were you a little older than that, maybe? Uh, the table rock when I was 15 because yeah, I was driving, okay. but they let me drive like the car. But, I mean, those are, we were not far from home. We still talk about that trip all the time, and that's been. And the memories you make. Yeah, and that's been 20 years ago. I mean, just like we were in Bath County, Virginia, we'll still talk about, um, you know, after falling in waters and stuff like that, what went on? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, there's a lot of funny <laughs> we'll, memories from we'll that talk trip. talk about how you uh, open and shut gates uh, barely clothed in the middle of nowhere. I mean, there was nobody out there but us, so we were good. And then a car drives by right as you get uh, in the truck. Yeah, <laughs> but those are the things that you remember. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is what we talked about, wanting to be, wanting to be a good dad your kids are the same. Like, they're geared the same way. Yeah. Like, Foster, Corbin, Reed, and James, we could put them in a car, drive 30 minutes up the road to a stream, mm-hmm. and let them throw rocks, and we might catch a fish or two, and mm-hmm. they don't know if it's there or the Yellowstone. Yeah. And so, man, why do we do that? Why do we feel like we have to create these, like, amazing, spectacular, awesome experiences and spend all this money and do all these crazy things and... And don't get me wrong, like, I'm all about, like, doing a beach trip if you can and doing things like that, but why do we feel like we have to do all this crazy stuff to make these amazing moments for our kids when literally we can do it, I mean, right in our backyard? Yeah, they, we could camp tomorrow in the backyard and they would be just as happy. And we said we were going to do that. I need to do that this week. We should do that this week. my kids said before we went back to school we were going to camp in our treehouse out back. So we might just do that. It's going to be cool this week. We might just do that. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about before this podcast is over yeah. is, um, and we've talked about this before in parenting and, and fatherhood, and you know, you do you. And that's what I would say when you talk about our beach trip. Like my family does our beach trip a little different than other families, which is fine. It's what we do. Like we beach in the morning. But but I th- that's what is important. I mean, you know, even talking about us, you guys beach a lot longer than we do. Well, I think. that's because we, yeah, I mean, if we could, we would stay. I mean, literally on our last beach trip, we got out there at 9 a.m. and we didn't leave the beach till dark then. Yeah. And we, we would do the opposite. Well, not the opposite. We would do early mornings and we would do like four, three or four hours. And then we would come in and we would go. I don't know, shop, or we would yeah. go to a nice restaurant or something to eat early, and then we would come back and do the beach till dark. Mm-hmm. And we would be the only ones out there because there's nobody out there after yeah. 5 o'clock. Um, and I think that's the same thing in fishing. Mm-hmm. Do you. We can sit here and talk all day about how we want to go to the park, and we want to go up yeah. three miles, and that's what we want to do. Yeah. But that does not mean that, you know, whoever... Doesn't want to go down to the pigeon right here in town and catch some... Stock fish and, and do have it a blast and have fun with it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I was saying a minute ago. Like, what's your motivation behind doing it? Like, are you going out trying to like? Because I think sometimes, like, when, especially when I was starting out fly fishing, that was a blast to me. Like, that was going to going to the delayed harvest section and catching a ton of stock fish was a blast to me, and I enjoyed it. And I and I still like. I'm glad I did, and it was refreshing to me. It it brought me joy. It it allowed me to experience outdoors and get out and have a good time. And that was my motivation to go do it. And it's still beautiful water. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a and beautiful so, place to be. And so, you know, do whatever it is. that's going to fill your, like fill your cup, like <laughs> refresh your soul. For sure. Like do whatever it's going to do. I mean, what's your reason behind fishing? Is it to go out and like, I mean, 
I mean, it, it's not like, you know, playing playing a sport in the middle of thousands of people who are cheering you on. I mean, you're doing it with nobody in front of you. That would be so. surreal. <laughs> I saw something the other day, like, mean, that was like, make fly fishing an Olympic sport. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that would work. That'd be kind of cool. No, I, I mean, watch it. I mean, think about it. You know, yeah. you put some stadium seats at your favorite delayed harvest stream. There's there's some room in some of them. Yeah. You know, like, just take the take the bridge at the, you know, thought that bridge is full of people. Yeah, the everybody's quiet. And the minute you hook into like some big 14 inch fish, he has everybody screaming and you have to net it. Like the pressure of yeah. barbless hooks, like. not losing. Yes. Yeah. Like the pressure of not peaking. I mean, we should, that's a, that's an opportunity. I mean, that's an I, idea. Yeah. Um, oh, that's so yeah, I just, I think we just want to go back to do what's best for, for you when you're when you're fishing, when you're starting out, when you're whatever. And this is, and I'll be honest, this is hard for me because I have a very, um, I have a very competitive nature. I have a very, uh, I am often, I, I have to be very careful not to fall in the comparison trap of comparing myself to other fishermen and you know different things. And I had to get to the point where like that was, that was stupid. Because yeah. I used to do that. Like, when I, I like, started, I want to post the picture and like get the most likes because I got this huge monster fish, and, and that was. I still have dumb. a tendency sometimes, and I think it has to do with the fact that I don't. I mean, if you had to do the math, I don't know how many days I fish a year, but it's not near as many as I wish it would be. Mm-hmm. And so I think sometimes what I'll do is like, well, this is my day to fish. I need to catch this many fish, or mm-hmm. I need, you know what I mean? Or I really, yeah. And I've not. It's taken me a while to get to the point to where. Yeah, I think just enjoy what we have from like what God our Creator has given us. I mean, we live in a mirac like a just a beautiful part of the country. Yeah, I think just slowing down and taking time to just enjoy it in the moment. Like Yes, really, but it does not mean that you have to present your fly seventeen times in a hole in the park. You can move on. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what sometimes Kayla wants to slow down when I'm four miles ahead of him. Well, you know. But yeah, I don't slow down when I fish very well. But I do, I have gotten better of just... Yeah, but you, you enjoy know, them more. You've only gotten caught, better to enjoy them more. I only caught four fish a day, but yeah, I mean, we saw this cool thing or, yeah. you know, we, we hit, I mean, we it was different. Every time it's different. And um, I think that's what's cool about it. Yeah. I don't know. Are we to a closing point? We didn't... Yeah, I, mean, I, think I, we're, I think we're at the point of like where we just need to wrap this thing up. I mean, we've kind of kind of walked through the whole idea of like planning trips and what that looks like for us. And We talked a little bit about family vacation. Yeah, how we do that. Yeah. And family other trips that we do and um you know i think in the future we are going to uh we're going to do a whole episode on the uh on, on another trip we another fishing trip we did and how we found that um I, I would just say focus on those you're you're with whoever it is yeah um you know when you get back to the truck or car after fishing eat the sandwich don't just run to Try to get back into town if you have the time. You yeah. Know? Try to enjoy just sitting by the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm bad for that because if I'm by the river, I want to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I've gotten a little better. And when it comes to families, trips, the smallest things can be big things. Mm, yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, like, the yeah, car. Don't, don't kill yourself trying to make some amazing thing when no i i mean i literally think my kids most i don't know my favorite their favorite part was probably at nine thirty every night we went and got an ice cream sundae from you know a the hole ice in the wall ice cream shop yeah. yeah that was four minutes down the road yeah and uh 
that's what they'll remember. Absolutely. Um, you know, things like that, that, you know, they matter. And it, I think that's what I would say. I don't know if that's a dad tip of the week, but I think it kind of fits. It kind of is just, you know, the smallest things can mean the most to kids, Mm -hmm. um, to your children. And we think we have to sometimes, um, if we don't buy them this or get them this, you know, but sometimes just the smallest thing. And a lot of times that's just your time. Yeah. I was going to say say a lot of times just being intentional with your time. Yeah. Just being intentional. Well, this is awesome, man. So I think it's a good way to wrap it up. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast today, though, I know one of the things you wanted to talk about was maybe some stuff that might be coming in the future. Though, merch and dice, maybe. Um, we, we have some feelers out to discussions out with some different people who are trying to hope get us some, uh, hopefully some hats and some t-shirts. Mm-hmm. We got stickers coming, right? We got stickers coming. Yeah, they'll actually be here. Hopefully, this uh, week? we're recording this on Monday. They should be here in a day or two. Yeah, so yeah. we'll have stickers soon. Um and then the hats and uh, shirts, I think, is where we're going to try to start. So if you if you think you might be interested in maybe a hat or a shirt, if you could just kind of let us know. Most of you know who we are. I th- is there a way they can contact us besides Instagram? I don't know. Uh, Instagram is the best place. Send us yep. a DM on Instagram uh, at Dads on the Fly. Or um, if you would... If you're on the Anchor website, uh, anchor.fm slash dads on the fly, you can go there, leave us a voice memo, leave us anything there. Our emails are there. Oh, as they well. can leave so us voice email. memos? Yeah, man, they can leave us voice memos on our Anchor. That page. could be exciting for some of the people who have heard have started listening to this. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other thing I would say is just uh, if you're on Instagram, we're, so, we're trying to build that a little bit. Yeah. So, so share, share some stuff. Let, help, let people help, know about this. Yeah. And uh, give us a follow. Or tell us where we were good or bad. That's okay. I mean, we had some people tell us, "Hey, we need this mic needs to be turned up." Or yeah, we're we are definitely we're figuring this thing out as we yeah. go, man. So uh, we talk about this more. About some critique. Try to keep it real, and um, and we'll go from there. So merchandise, uh, Instagram, check us out. What else? Is Just, that it? If you can, leave us a rating review. And uh, other than that, I think we're good. This is so much fun. I hope we had some semblance of organization tonight. I felt, I felt like, like we it did. okay. Okay. I mean, it was really cool to talk about family vacations and, you know, a far fishing trip. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought it was really fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's nobody out there who does that. Thinks about fishing trips and family vacations at the same time. <laughs> How they run together. Yeah. And if you uh, do win the lottery, I know the Fly Fishing Lodge in the Patagonia. So uh, <laughs> just... Just call me. I'll be glad to go with you. <laughs> Sounds great. Well, Joshua, thanks for your time tonight. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this. And we will see you back wait, next wait, week. Wait, one more thing. Oh. We, special guest, right? Is that what we're thinking for episode we're four? We're hoping for episode five? four. So be ready for next week. Special guest coming episode four. We are trying to make that happen. And, uh, yeah, you're not going to want to miss that one. Be on the lookout for guest appearances. We're excited. Absolutely. See you next time. Dad's on fly. Thanks.